Welcome to the Bear Ash Podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Chase. And if y'all haven't heard, we review cigars and review other people's reviews of those cigars. And today, I'm very excited, we have a Fratello, or as I heard someone pronounce it, Fratello, wow. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but the Fratello cigars. We have the, what is this one, the Oro... Mine is an Oro Boxer. Yeah, baby. Mine, too. It's um, funny that you uh, read it as Oro. I just read it as O-R-O. <laughs> well, it You're is a word. obviously more cultured than I am. Doesn't that mean, like, gold or something? No, it would make sense, looking at the cigar. It does have a beautiful gold band. And even the wrapper is nice and golden. Uh... Oro says refers to mountains. Oh, wait, does oh. it? Oh, yeah, gold. It means gold. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, this also, if you stand it upright, it looks like a very steep mountain. <laughs> I suppose it would be a really <laughs> steep mountain. Yep. yep. Or if you're just looking at the cap, it's a very small mountain. Yeah, so um, I just cut mine with my scissors. Hear those clicking? Oh, those I heard scissors. them. Those are my scissors clicking. I heard them, man. Now, you have never had a... Fratello. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Is, am, I, uh, am I true in saying that? Well, no, but you are correct in saying that. Oh, just not true? Correct. You are not true. Wow. Uh, but Thanks. yeah, this is my first fratello I've ever had. I'm about uh, to light this baby up with my little, yeah. my little torch. You know, I'm going to join you. We'll let the listeners uh, hear the beautiful sounds of lighting a cigar. Yeah, I mean, since we're clearly not popular enough to get actual reviews, there's no one to tell us that they don't like this. Mm. Oh my. Pie oh my. Mm. Now, right off the bat, Manny, I'm going to say, and I think I might have mentioned this in a previous episode with another cigar. Uh-oh. I'm not a huge fan... Of the way this is uh, rolled. In what way? The box press? In the way that it's like a box press, but it's flat. (coughs) I feel like it doesn't sit in my pursed lips as well as a normal cigar. Do you mean because it's like a rectangle box press? Yes. A flat box press. As opposed to a square. Correct. I can see that. It actually would be a solid rectangle. Oh, see, that doesn't bother me. You know, it's kind of, you know, it has the same shape as the uh, bubblegum cigars did when I was a kid. Oh, that's why you like them. It has the flat. You know, they were like the what you're describing and the, what this is, like a flat box roll. It's almost like they box pressed it and then someone stepped on it. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. I like it, though. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. I feel cool yeah. holding it. Oh, do you? This gold band looks real, like, gaudy. Like, it's, it's really expensive or something. How much yeah, did these it's cost? Not. Um, these were about eight to nine dollars a stick. Wow. Mm-hmm. I really broke the bank for you this time, Manny. Well, um, oh, what do you think gracious. of it so far? It's freaking delicious. Is that too much? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm taking a puff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, it's delicious, but I also, right before lighting this, took a sip of my pairing, which might be adding to the deliciousness of the cigar. Oh, what'd you go with? Um, I actually made myself some instant coffee <laughs> with a little splash of caramel syrup and uh, slightly more than a splash of, uh, of course, I, I knew I should have brought the bottle out with me because I was going to forget the brand, but I do have some coffee liqueur in there as well. Not Kahlua, then, I take it. It is not Kahlua. No, it's a, uh, not local to me, but local to Charlottesville, Virginia, um, distillery. And I've been fairly impressed with their stuff. I wish I could remember the name right now. Well, you know, at least one of the reviews that I have for this cigar that I looked up talks an awful lot about, uh, well, this is the Cigar Vixen review. She, she said probably like 15 times, 
This is a great way to start your day with a coffee, this cigar. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's a very, oh, yeah. very light cigar. Mm. You know, Manny, I do have to say, I'm, I'm very... I appreciate the fact that you are going to be reading a review uh, from a woman. I feel like that, you know, you're just doing your part to fight Excuse against the misogyny me? that's uh, ingrained in our culture. Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, and I've also mentioned Cigar Vixen several times on this here podcast. You know what? Honestly, she's a hard one to make fun of. I uh, Like, her review was actually pretty good. Yeah, they typically <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like some of the other ones we get that sound like and look like someone used a, a translator to write it. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think, I don't know if she does anything else, but I'm pretty sure she just, like, smokes cigars and reviews them as, like, her job. Cool. Yeah. Why not, right? I mean, well, we I mean, hey, for what free. Are, yeah, seriously. Um, that's because we're just, you know, we're just, we're just that caring of individuals, you know? Charitable, but, uh, yeah. But, hey, I mean, to get back on topic here, Manny, uh, what, what are your first thoughts of this cigar? Um, <clears throat> when I first lit it up, mm. it reminded me of the CAO Cameroon, actually. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, it doesn't taste anything like that. Um, yeah. It's really mild. Mm-hmm. Maybe mild to medium. I wouldn't say it's sweet. No. But it is kind of creamy. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what I taste here. Hold on, let me get, let me get a good puff. Hmm. It's delicious. Come on. It is, and very well blended. Mm-hmm. Um, the aroma is awesome. This smells really good. Oh, yeah. And I would say, I mean, some of the typical flavors you might pull out of tobacco. It tastes kind of nutty and mild. Um... It's got, like, a little bit of spice to it. Yeah. Not a ton, but a little bit. And I feel I also have some acid reflux, so that could be it, too. But I think there's a little bit of spice in there. Yeah. No, there's a tiny bit. Uh, It's very subtle. I think all the flavors I'm tasting are all very subtle and blend very well together. It tastes a little Windex. Oh, yeah. Yep. That might be just on your hands. Hmm. I mean, for me, it's definitely very, very creamy. Um, I know we said, I know you said not sweet, and once again, this could be my pairing, but almost like a smooth, subtle caramel note. I can see that actually. Um, and the reviewer that I will read, who also there's not a ton to make fun of, but uh, does mention hay, and I typically don't like when people say hay flavors hey. and cigars. Oh, but. Uh, that, all right, Manny, I think this is a cigar that you could probably safely retrohale, and then tell me what you taste. Oh, okay. Mm, hold on, I gotta get that again. Mm. Um, someone stepped on a prune. <laughs> is that it? Oh, oh, I thought that maybe you were just making a statement. <laughs> That's the flavor I taste, the stepped-on prune. Uh, see, I actually, when I retrohale, I'm like, actually, that does kind of taste like the smell of fresh hay. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that. Oh, hey. Well, when you say, hey. yeah. Fresh, though. <laughs> not old hay. Yeah. No, not old hay. It's like fresh, like alfalfa. <laughs> to yep. get specific. Okay. Oh, but this this is a very smooth, very delicious cigar. I could easily see smoking this in the morning with a coffee. Or, you know, smoking it at 1022 with a coffee. Yeah, I could do that. As I did not go with a coffee. Um, I think part of my acid reflux has to be with has to do with me being dehydrated. So I have a lot of water. I'm on my second Nalgene. And if I need it as backup, I have some Jim Beam here. Oh, well, that's good, though, because I know a lot of the cigars that we've read reviews on recommend a pairing of water. 
Hey, <laughs> I like a good water. Yeah. So, yeah, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, so I just finished uh, waxing my chaps today. They're nicely, nicely new and waxed. Is that a um, uh, is that a metaphor? No, I literally waxed my chaps. Um, I know it sounds right. odd, but I, you need to put <laughs> wax on them so they stay waterproof. Yeah. All right. And with that, do you want me to read you some of what I have for? You know what? I talked about the cigar vixen as she is known. Why, why don't I read some of what she had to say? You should. Um, I do I do have to warn you, in case I get uh, cut off here, I am currently hiding in the Capitol building with my cigar. Careful now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we breached the doors yesterday. And you're hiding under someone's desk? Taking I'm a hiding dump. out, yeah, I'm hiding out under a desk right now. All I even right. counted a couple of electoral votes yesterday just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All they well. had up in this joint was instant coffee and coffee liqueur, you know? Uh, I'm sure they had better stuff. You just got to look in more drawers. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, no, I didn't mean those drawers. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so, go ahead. <laughs> the Cigar Vixen. Uh, now, this was a, a video-only review, so I took some notes. Um, she kept on saying, a nice little morning cigar. Hey, uh, I'm going to interrupt you real quick, Manny. Okay. Was this the first time you watched a video review by, Vic, by Cigar Vixen? Yes. So I know I've mentioned a couple times, but did you get to witness the way that she tastes the smoke of a cigar? Uh, I didn't notice. Oh, well, she often Why? talks about like how to taste a cigar, especially for newer cigar smokers. And I know I've mentioned this on this here podcast once again, but uh, is to take a puff and then she puffs her cheeks out and just holds the smoke in for a little while. Chase, I am a man. Sorry, Do you I'm think sorry. that I'm going to let a woman tell me how to smoke my cigar? You're it's right. actually funny. I'm sorry. You, it's funny you say that because that's actually how I smoke cigars. I puff my cheeks out and taste them. Yeah, actually. yeah, like a man though. Like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. So no, I didn't catch. I didn't catch her giving any instructionals or advice. I was just oh. listening for what she thought of the cigar. Anyway, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> hold on. <coughs> uh, so, so a nice little morning cigar. She says they teamed up with La Aurora to make this cigar. It has a Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper, a Cameroon binder, mm. nice and sweet, and a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. Uh, she says, a little more mild to medium in strength, definitely not overpowering, a good balance and good flavor. Hints of honey in the background, she says. Mm -hmm. Do you taste honey, honey? Um, excuse you, first of all. Uh, maybe that's that little hint of sweetness I'm tasting. But yeah, I mean, I would say a little bit more like caramel. But once again, I have caramel flavor in my coffee, so. Right, right. Um, she said, a tiny bit of white pepper. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, the smoke itself is very creamy. She says, great coffee in the morning. Uh, very aromatic, creamy, very nice way to start the day. She really likes these in the morning, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the second third, she says, honey has kicked up. No more of the toasted red. More white pepper. Sweet cedar and a little bit of dried fruit like raisin in the background. That woodsiness comes right in and matches up well with the creaminess. What do you think the, the woodsiness is? Is that the hay that we thought we tasted in the retro? Well, she didn't go into detail, but I suppose it could be. Hmm. It's like a Grateful Dead song. It can mean whatever you want. Wow, it's deep, man. Yeah, or or not, if you don't want to want it to be deep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll go shallow. Yeah, you will. So in the in the final third. She says, uh, lost the honey sweetness. Now it's like a sweet aged cedar and white mm. pepper. The smoke is still creamy. Definitely a stick you want to get your hands on. Ooh. Great way to start your day. With coffee. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's all you got. Those are my notes. Wow. 
Um, I mean, I'm like an inch in the, to the cigar, that is. And, uh, I mean, the flavor profile is pretty much the same. I'm liking it still. Do you know anything about the brand? Hmm. I feel like I should. <laughs> well, I um, tried looking it up, but I can't find, like, there's so many things that block my web pages from loading here. Um, I know it's, I know that it's, it's a partnership with La Aurora, this cigar specifically, this blend. Hey, listen to this. Welcome to Fratello or Fratello Cigars, brainchild of former NASA employee Omar de Frias. Launched in 2013, Fratello has exploded into a premium cigar industry as one of the fastest growing manufacturers on the market. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, conceptualized 20 years ago when Don Rafael, manager of the small store next to my home, brought me to watch a torcedor, a cigar roller, perform his art. The torcedor finished the cigar, handed it to me, and said, Kid, welcome to the True Gentleman's Club. Kid. Hmm. Oh, man, this is delicious. Would you like me to read my review, Manny? Uh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, all right, I'm not going to read the first part, but you already went over the wrapper, Ecuadorian Connecticut, binders, Cameroon, filler. This cigar is six and a quarter inches long by a 52 ring gauge. This is a box press torpedo. And this gentleman, maybe gentleman, this this cigar smoker, yeah, um, prices it at eight fifty. Was the cigar that he purchased? Um, he does give a small little description of, you know, the partnership with La Aurora. He's not really getting into like the background of good old Omar, um, but you know, he's just talking about that partnership and this lineup. Now, I've had the Connecticut, and I've also smoked. They made a, they call it the DMV, and it was specifically put out in this area, which is. DMV is DC, Maryland, Virginia, um, and the box is actually a, it's a picture of a Virginia license plate, um, which is kind of cool, uh, but they're also both delicious cigars, which is why I thought I'd pick this one up for us. Uh, so anyway, here we you. go. The, Thank you oh, very much, yeah. Chase. Yeah, you're welcome. You're so generous. Um, pre-light and construction. The cigar looks really nice. The wrapper is very smooth, the beautiful golden tan color. The draw is also excellent with flavors of sweet tobacco and hay. The box press gives a cigar a good feel in the hand and mouth. Uh, excuse me. Uh, first half. The cigar starts off with more spice than I was expecting. There is a white pepper note in the first inch of the oh, cigar. That white that pepper, gives, huh? Yeah, it keeps coming back. Um, in the first inch of the cigar that gives the cigar a nice kick. I do not feel like I had a kick at all, for the record. Um, it's not alone as notes of sweet cream and honey notes help balance out the bolder spice note. The cigar also develops a nice almond note nearing the midpoint. Well, we're not there yet, but he does this. He does do this in halves, first half and second half, which I appreciate. Just someone not writing the review in thirds because I don't know why someone came up with thirds. Right, the burn is excellent, and the burn line is remarkably straight, considering box press cigars usually have issues with that. You know, I I, can not. I just stop you for a second? Yes. Because I don't want to lose this thought. This this potentially could change our futures from here on out. Oh. Why don't we, because it doesn't make any sense to me, change how cigars are broken up. Let's start doing fourths. Maybe we'll change the world of cigar reviews instead of Are thirds. you going to start writing reviews or just here on this podcast? <clears throat> I think we should just declare it. And then when someone Ooh. says, and the final third, and we'll say, well, that's it. What happened to the fourth? <laughs> you left Did the whole quarter of the cigar out. <laughs> Smoke everyone's nubs. Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. No worries. I'll forgive you. Um, where was I? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm it's sorry. just the nature of the beast. He's referring back to the uh, the box press issues that he, I guess, experiences. I don't know that I've ever experienced specifically with box press box pressed cigars that they have a burn issue 
but that's his experience. You know, every, everyone's got different experiences here. Hmm. Uh, he does say the body is medium bodied. Okay. Body is medium bodied. Yep. The sweet, the sweet cream notes has has faded somewhat. I think he means have faded. Yeah, we gotta um, work on but, tenses. But the honey note is still there. I'm picking up a little bitterness as well, but it's soft. The white pepper note. Oh, dang it! Did you spell <laughs> Sorry, something? I just, no, I was just reading this review and I just knocked the uh, ash off of my cigar. And now I have a little bear ash going on. I'm not happy about oh, that. Oh, cover that bear ash up. Um, I'll try. I'm picking up a little bit. Okay, I already read that. The white pepper note is still there, but I get it mostly in the retro hail. The almond note has gotten a little more dominant, but not overly so. Hmm. All the flavors are pretty even, and the cigar is very blended. Sorry, balanced. That makes more sense. (laughs) The burn is still excellent, and the body is now medium to full. I cannot imagine a cigar becoming a medium to full-bodied cigar. No, I don't. I mean, I'll be very surprised if that's the case. I feel like this is going to be the kind of cigar... That tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up and not even know I had a cigar. Well, that happened in the last one we smoked. Yeah, I was actually just going to say that. And once I said that, I was like, well, the last one was more of a full-body cigar, and it also happened with that. So maybe that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. I really was impressed with this cigar. Not being a big fan of Connecticut cigars, I'm pretty hard on them. This one is definitely a good one. The flavors are very nice, and it has more body than most Connecticut's. Uh, I think most, if not all, types of cigar smokers would enjoy this cigar. It has enough for the full-bodied cigar smokers, but not too much for the mild cigar smokers to enjoy. The sweet cream, honey, and almond notes almost remind me of some of those breakfast bars you can buy at the store to eat on the run. I really enjoyed this cigar and look forward to trying the other sizes. Check these out at your local brick-and-mortar stores. Ben Lee. Who's got a picture of himself with a big old cigar hanging out of his mouth with the ocean in the background? Cool. Yeah, man. That's exciting. It's very exciting, Manny. Um, this is really good. I think this is getting better. I was just, I had no joke, was just going to say the same thing. Wow. It's like actually, yeah, it's like, I don't know got really good all of a sudden. It did. Do you actually taste a little bitterness? Hard to tell. Bitterness? Yeah. Hold like on. A little bit. I got to I got to get a handle on this thing. Hold on. Like just a slight tart flavor. Maybe. Hey, you know what would go really good with this cigar? What's that? Like a, like a Moscow Mule or something with like a heavy uh-huh. lime in it. Yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> like a gin and tonic, kind of draw out that tart flavor. That would be good. Yeah, this could be a good beach cigar. Ooh, that's a good idea. This is a good summertime cigar. Mm. Summertime. Mm, the living's easy. Um, yeah, that, that's, I was no joke today just thinking about, so here in Virginia, Manny, I get a little frustrated with the winters as, uh, I feel like that if it's too cold to do a lot of like, for instance, we got kayaks as family Christmas gifts and I feel like it's just, just too cold enough to go and actually enjoy paddling around on a kayak, especially when you're new to the sit on top kayak game and at first you feel like you might roll over. Um, so just today I was thinking how here in Virginia, it kind of stinks the next two weeks. There's not a single day that is below 40 degrees during the day. So it's not like cold enough to like enjoy snow and the activities that snow brings. Um, but it's not warm enough to like go and enjoy the water. So I was just thinking about no joke today. I was like, I can't wait until it warms up and I can just like go out to the Eastern shore, just be on the beach with a fishing rod and smoking a good cigar. And I think that this will be the first cigar I do that with. Ooh, I like the plan. You know, mm-hmm. you can still squirrel hunt right now. 
Oh, yeah? I'm going to shoot him with my bow? Well, you need to go buy yourself a twenty-two. Just shoot him with a 12-gauge? Is that what I'm going to do, Manny? You could, with birdshot. Should I load up my brad nailer, pull back the hammer, and fire some shots off? I don't know. If you're well-practiced, I suppose. No, that's a good point. I wonder if there's any rules to that. Uh, yeah, a, uh, you're probably not allowed to use a nail gun. Is my hunting guess. with a nail gun? Yeah, do you have to have a specific <laughs> license for that? When is nail gun season? Is it between muzzle, <laughs> muzzle loader and bow? Well, there's no season. I guess that means it's open season. All right. I like it. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, you know how, you know, if you have a felony, you can't own a firearm. You can't possess a firearm. Um, you can get around that either with a bow or you can get around it. You ever see those like 50 caliber air rifles? Yeah. Where you could like with a well-placed shot actually kill a deer. Yeah. And it's not technically a firearm. Hey, speaking of deer, did you get that picture I sent you? Oh, let me see. Actually, now that I mention it, you did because you responded with uh, CWD. Oh, because they're all licking a salt lick? Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's good for CWD prevention. Yeah, I mean, in the defense of whoever put that crap there, uh, mind you, that was on a walking path on public land. <laughs> oh, isn't that illegal like, there, though? Uh, well, I mean, technically they weren't baiting deer for the purpose of hunting, right? <laughs> oh, but I thought usually when they said no baiting in places, that also meant, like, for the same reason, no putting out salt licks or anything. Well, and I'm going to be honest. It did look like, because there were, it was on the path, this pathway that had a slight hill to it. And it looked like that the county or somebody might have sprinkled like salt onto the pathway. And someone else came along and scooped some of that salt up and put it on that stump. <laughs> what? Like that's literally what it looked salt? like. That, that's what it looked like. Because, I mean, we were, it was my kids and I went and fished a little pond in that spot. And we're, we literally were just standing there at the pond, and both my boys had their boots on, so they were standing in the pond just screwing around with a net. And uh, and my youngest looked up, and he was like, Daddy, there's deer! And probably like 15 feet from us, those three deer were just standing on the path, just licking up salt on the path. <laughs> and then they hung out there. Like That's why I took those pictures. They hung out there for quite a while with us there. And then as we were walking out of the where the pond was, they moved over to where there was just all this like salt that looked like the same salt from the path just piled up on the stump. I was like, what the hell? That one standing behind him looks delicious. Yeah, I think that was a mama. The other two were a little yeah, smaller. Yeah, I like the moms. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's that's uh, the does, you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the do's. <laughs> oh. So, Manny, I'm sure that you probably have some random news you're going to read off at some point in this episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, uh, but I do have a topic that I thought we could discuss a little bit here. for uh, right. not, just, you know, not just beginner smokers, but for anyone who enjoys smoking cigars during these trying times of winter. Yeah, I'm going to um, do the thing that men do and tell you what to do and exp- mansplain it to you, whatever this topic is. Go ahead. Um, I think this is a topic of opinion that people can take exactly. or leave. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess if you want to take that route, you go for it. But, okay. uh, but yeah, I was just thinking about with the fact that, you know, the last episode and I believe the episode before that, I was pretty chilly while smoking these cigars. Uh, so it dawned on me that there might be some people who uh, oftentimes you hear people say like, ah, you know, in the winter it's just hard to get a cigar. You know, it's just hard because it's cold and there's no place to smoke a cigar. So I thought a fun topic, I mean, maybe it's not fun at all, but a fun topic for me would be to talk about ways that we enjoy a cigar in the winter. Oh, interesting. I mean, we have quite a bit of experience trying to figure out how to smoke cigars and enjoy them in the winter. Yes, that is true. I think the biggest downside is usually you can't enjoy the aroma as much. Um, yeah. Just because, like, if you're outdoors, it's harder to smell it when it's that cold, um, depending on where you are. And um, usually you have a bunch of stuff on, uh, and you need to keep the windows open or a fan going for heat. So I remember I'm trying to think of some good 
some good winter spots. I mean, I've I've done it outside. I've done it in the snow. I've done it behind trees. I mean, smoke cigars, I mean. Yeah, I was going to say, what are we talking about now? <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I've gotten even where, like, snow falls out of trees and puts your cigar out while you're holding yeah. it, which really sucks. <laughs> yeah, not an issue down here. I mean, a great solution is always a tent, somewhere you could hotbox, so to speak. Yeah. Um, like an old ratty tent or in your car. I mean, I think that's usually what we'll end up doing. You and I is picking someone's car to sacrifice. So it's going to smell for the next week yep. and just keep, keep the heat going. And, uh, you, you have a nice chair you can sit in and make conversation, listen to the radio, listen to the football game. And, yeah. uh, yeah, car is a good one. I, you know, someone was saying, oh, I love a good cigar when I'm shoveling the driveway. I was like, not me, man. Like, you got gloves on and you're shoveling and you're out of breath. Like, I don't want to be – I'm not going to yeah, enjoy Let's be honest. If someone's smoking a cigar while shoveling the driveway, it's probably not a good cigar. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, I, I was going to uh, say – Got any good ones? Well, I was going to say car. Obviously, there's always the option of a fire pit. I think a fire pit changes the game for winter cigar smoking. Um, especially depending on your marital situation. You know, if you have a spouse that doesn't necessarily like the fact that you come in reeking like a cigar in the middle of winter, yeah. um, then, uh, then instead you come in smelling like a fire pit. So oh. that's beneficial. Um, so I, I mean, I don't think everyone is as fortunate enough to have a, uh, barn like yourself. Or even this wonderful little shed shop I've got going on. Not, not that I have heat, but at least it gets you out of the wind. Gets you out of the elements if it's snowing or raining. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do think, and I thought about investing in this, just one of those little propane like stand heaters that you put in like a patio. You mostly see them at like restaurants for outdoor seating or like the yeah. smoking table outside of a restaurant. You know, obviously pre-COVID. Now you see them at every restaurant. Yeah, the stand-up heaters. Seating. Yeah, man. You can get those for like 200 bucks. And I mean, you can run, run it. I mean, I don't know how many hours specifically. I'm sure it's different depending on which brand you buy, but, uh, how many hours you can run it on propane before you run out of your tank. But that's an option. Um, I do have on Reddit. I just thought I'd search this topic. Um, cause a gentleman here, of course, this is seven years ago, so we're not going to help him if he listens. Uh, but he says, I just started smoking cigars over the summer. Summer, it's nice out. You can sit on the back porch or in a gazebo, light one up, and enjoy the beautiful weather, day or night. Now the winter is coming. Outside really isn't a comfortable option. Inside never really was either because the misses. And there isn't a hangout place for miles. (laughs) Sorry to hear that. So I am out of options. Where do you smoke in the cold months? Do you want to hear some uh, some recommendations? Sure. So halfway uh, says I stare longingly at overstuffed humidors, angrily at weather reports, and jealously at cigar posts in warmer weathers. Shit, that's how he ends it. Um, oh. <laughs> anal plun- plunderer says, <laughs> don't forget the dry <laughs> winter air throwing humidity off. Sad face. <laughs> Texas fan says, Mwahaha. Winter is when the Southerners get to bask in our amazing smoking weather. I love how the guy with the anal plunderer tries to actually contribute something serious in conversation. <laughs> I, for some reason, I found it humorous that he just put a sad face in his comment. Oh. <laughs> Along with the fact that his name is Anal Plunderer. For some reason, I just put those. Those things automatically went together for me. Um, Brewtown says, Petite Coronas, Carhartt Jacket, and Thick Socks. Um, some dude said, I'm willing to rent out my space. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> hmm. LOL, what state? Uh, looks like they're hooking up. Let's Let's skip on to a couple more comments. Um, do you have a garage or a small heater? I like this question because if he did, I don't think he'd be asking this question on Reddit. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could get something set up out there. That's what I'm planning on this winter. Yeah. 
yeah, I just thought some of those were funny. Well, you, I, I wanted to say you gave me a, a good reminder is sometimes uh, not only does it uh, disguise your smell, but when I'm smoking meat outside in the smoker, mm-hmm. um, I also have a nice little heated area to kind of hover around. Yeah, I feel like when you're cooking, like for me, like even cooking on the grill is always a good reason to, even if it's just my pipe, because I feel like, you know, if it's a matter of you've got company over and you don't necessarily want to be like, yeah, I just smoked alone outside and pretended I had to cook the whole time. Um, of course, now, sorry for any family members that are listening to this and know my secret. Uh-oh. Um, but uh, I do feel like, even tonight, I was like, you know, I'm going to have my pipe. And oftentimes, if I have my pipe, my wife will be like, you just smoked your pipe? Like, I don't know. She just thinks it's weird if I just go smoke alone for no reason. <laughs> um, but uh, instead, I brought the chicken in, and she was like, oh, it smells delicious. And there was not even a scent of my pipe because of how good the food smelled. Yeah. Yep. Um, someone else who clearly doesn't care about this gentleman's, uh, dilemma, just posted a picture of his cigar and said, found out I'm having a boy today. First boy, first kid. What? <laughs> that was the person's comment. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Congratulations. For, thank you for contributing and thinking Who's about others. Username? What's that person's username? Fly for a mic guy. Okay. That was his name. Yep. All right. Off, offspring fan, huh? Yep. It's my first cigar winter, too. I fully plan on sitting in my car. And damn the gas expense. Nature will be, or will not, uh, no, I'm not even reading that. It's not even worth it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a complainer. Yeah, a little sissy. So, um, another, <laughs> hold on, this is good. <laughs> Waffles share forever. That's literally his name on Reddit. Um, he says, stupid me. Well, well I, sh- I should say he, he reposted the, the part where it says, there isn't a hangout place for Miles. He says, stupid me. My first thought was, who's Miles? His dog? Once again, thank you for contributing. Waffles huh. share forever. <laughs> Sometimes I like reading through Reddit because there's people that literally, like this guy posted like a three paragraph description of ways that he smokes in the winter all of which involve him just being inside his house which clearly this guy said he couldn't do (laughs) yeah because of his wife can't be inside do you think that there's just people that and i'm sorry if one of our two listeners spent a lot of time on reddit (laughs) um but uh do you think there's people that just don't have any friends (laughs) well if you think about like Sorry. I mean, when was the last time you or anyone you know posted anything on Reddit? Um, I don't know that I've known anyone who's ever posted anything on Reddit. Right. Because they probably aren't hanging out with people. Right. Right. Like, if if Reddit is your only option to find out, like, how to smoke a cigar in the winter, you probably aren't hanging out with anyone else. But also, who has... I just can't imagine having the time to, like, type that question and, like wait for someone like i have so many things to do <laughs> like i don't understand mm. sorry i'm just relighting i did a little too much talking there well i have i have some great news if you want to hear some news yeah i mean uh definitely so this one actually i can't find the body of the article but i don't think that's the no, point i wasn't the sure where is, that was going the point is the, the headline <laughs> i can't find the body just the headline <laughs> <laughs> that's all i need that could be a problem you left the hands and feet <laughs> all right this one is uh titled robert kennedy jr offers to get autism on camera to prove danger of vaccines oh wait is this in response to the covid vaccine yes <laughs> you afraid he's gonna get autism <laughs> Film me while I get this vaccine. I swear I'm going to go autistic. It's an Onion article. All right. Oh, all right. (laughs) Next, new mental health initiative to add 10,000 beds to nation's prisons. (laughs) All right. In response to calls for the U.S. government to do more to address Americans suffering from psychological issues, a new mental health initiative unveiled Wednesday would reportedly add 10,000 beds to the nation's prisons. 
It's vital that Americans suffering from mental health issues have the resources they need, which is why we're furnishing thousands of new cells across the nation's penitentiaries, <laughs> said Federal Bureau of Prisons Deputy Director Gene Beasley, adding that the new multi-million dollar project would prove provide thousands of mentally ill Americans with a free arrest and transportation to the nearest jail. We have to I'm dedicate assuming that's resources. Also onion. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Just making we, sure. You are correct. Oh, my cigar is going out. <gasps> I got it. We have to dedicate resources where they're needed most, and there's no more efficient way to address the growing number of people with psychological disorders and no safety net than to give them a nice warm bed in a medium security federal prison. Uh, once a patient has been accepted into one of our incarceration facilities, they'll have full access to a number of strong sedatives and behavioral punishments to help address whatever ails them. The initiative is reportedly part of a larger health initiative that also serves Americans with cognitive impairments by giving them home visits with a police officer who will shoot them in their yard. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Do you think that the onion, I mean, we could probably easily find this out, but the onion actually uses a real name for the prison commissioner or whatever his title was? Gene Beasley? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find out. Because <laughs> I feel like that'd be great to have your name used in an onion article. Oh, you yeah. Have, like, he a is, real job. He is actually a deputy director of the Federal Bureau of Prisons. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I don't know if that's legal, but all right. Yeah, they could be uh, they could be sued for slander. <laughs> I have one more. All right, uh, here's the headline: Northwestern Hospital apologizes after accidentally switching couple's baby with random man in emergency room. Listen up, this could happen to you. Here are the unbelievable story of a couple who thought they were leaving the hospital with a newborn baby, only to find out years later that they had actually been sent home with a 63 year old man named Jeff. Terrifying. Wow. Terrifying. Wow. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen to you. I mean, not to me. Still, you could still have your kids switched, I hear. Yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> some some days I wish that was the case. You might not even notice. Yeah. <laughs> you go in to, to wake up uh, one of your kids and suddenly they're gray and have a beard yeah. and weigh 100 pounds. What the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you doing in here? Oh, it's dang. me, Dad. Now, knowing that you're going to pull up some very serious news, yeah, um, I had a news article serious I was going to read, um, and I assume that it would still be here on my recommended news articles for me, but I'm not seeing it, which is annoying because I thought that it was good. How are you, you know, googling keep, powers? Keep, keep keep talking. I'm going to find it out. Well, I mean, I don't have a ton else other than um, I've been eating some terrific steaks lately, you know? Oh, yeah? Um, the sous vide machine is really paying off. I think I, uh, dude, cooking a big old fat ribeye steak to 130 degrees exactly or 131 degrees exactly and then searing it over like the hottest coals you can get is amazing. Mmm. Just that saying. sounds amazing. I've had three steaks this past week. Oh, gosh, man. Yeah. No, Maybe not that's why I have the acid reflux. Oh, what? The bitterness that just came out of the cigar as it's like slowly going out. Really? Oh, yeah. Like tingled my tongue bitterness. Mm, like licking a 9-volt battery? Yeah. Um, here, let me get this relit, and then I'll read this article. All right, fine. I have another review. Mm. I mean, it's probably more boring than what we've been doing, but... Yeah, um, it probably is. This is... Yep. This is... Who is this? Aaron Loomis wrote this review. And also, Jun Lu. Hmm. I, I don't know where they're from. Uh, so this is one of the ones where they have two people chiming in about the same cigar. Yeah. I'm not going to read the pre-light experience. Oh, hey, look at that. They divided the cigar into thirds. All right. Imagine that. So this one says, uh, uh, Aaron says, light nutmeg in the background and the retro hail is carrying the same light aged wood note. At an inch in, the aged profile of the wood goes away and it becomes a slight bit darker. At an inch and a half, the bitterness and nutmeg have gone away, and the profile is just creamy woodiness. 
what's this person's name again? Jun says, uh, the first third has a well-balanced and smooth flavor profile. Uniform notes of dry black pepper spice and medium-bodied sweet cream. These notes are followed closely by fresh oak, dry earth, and airy bread. Hmm. Through, airy bread. What, not hairy, airy. <laughs> so I said airy. Oh. <laughs> Through the nose, intensified nose, clearing black pepper, bread, and dry oak. Okay. Uh, second third. You're right. It is more boring than what we were reading before. <laughs> hold on. Well, I mean, he says like the same things. All right, hold on. Uh, Retro hail becomes very creamy. Uh, at an inch in herbal mintiness joins the profile of creamy wood and slight bitterness. Hmm. Uh, mixing together well with creamy wood bitterness and an herbal minty note. Yeah, he re- he's repeating himself. All right. And then the other guy, Ju, June says, dry earth and black pepper, spice moves to the forefront, moving the medium-bodied sweet cream and oak to the secondary. Through the nose, still intensified black pepper, dry oak, and creamy bread. Final third. As the cigar comes to a close, it is creamy wood with a slight bitterness in the background and a bit of mintiness on the finish. The retrohale is a creamy wood. The strength in this third is just below medium. And then the other guy says, The most noticeable difference in the last third is the intensity of the black pepper spice, both on the mouth, draws, and retrohale. The pepper dies down significantly by roughly 50%. Wow. Yeah. Still prominent notes of dry earth and oak up front, followed by medium-bodied sweet cream and bread. Through the nose, dry earth, oak, and slight bread. Finish lingers with bread, dried nuts, and moderate black pepper spice. Body and strength still at the medium mark. That's it. I don't want to read anymore. All right, in that case, I did find this article. You ready for it? (sighs) Yeah, baby. Helen Viola Jackson's 1936 marriage to James Bowen was unusual, to say the least. He was 93 and in declining health, and she was a 17-year-old schoolgirl. Bolin was also a Civil War veteran who fought for the Union in the border state of Missouri. So this is a woman. She has died, 101 years old, and she was the last known... Well, not the last. Not last known. She's the only uh, Civil War veteran widow that they know of. Huh. Um, I was looking through the news, uh, this afternoon with my boys just on the phone and, uh, I'm not with them. Like my oldest son was sitting next to me and I was like, Oh, look at this for a second. I was like, wait a second. I was trying to do the math. And I was like, last known civil war widow. Like how, how is she still alive? So I just started late cause you know, my, my oldest son was like, Oh, read it. So I started reading it and I was like, all right, this just got weird for an 11 year old. <laughs> he was like, wait, he was 93 and she was 17. Um, anyways, it tells a little bit about her story. Apparently she, apparently she kept all this a secret until the last three years of her life, and then they ended up fact-checking her and finding out that she, in fact, was the wife of this man. Um, and uh, in the nursing home that she was, his, his like descendants, which I don't quite understand, because I think that that would be her kids and grandkids, but they don't specify that. Let's hope. Um said that she they brought a picture, a framed picture of him to her in the nursing home, and she broke down and cried. She kept touching the frame and said, this is the only man who ever loved me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep, I guess at 93, he still had a lot of love to give. Oh, maybe they were his kids. Yeah, who knows? Wow, that is very inappropriate for anyone who's thinking of doing that. What, marrying a 17-year-old at 93 years old? <laughs> Also, it would Some, be illegal. I guess your parents could sign you away. Great granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were married for three years, so she was. Uh... Oh, hold on, hold on! I didn't read this part. They wed on September fourth of nineteen thirty-six at his home. Throughout their three years of marriage, there was no intimacy, and she never lived with him. 
Interesting. She, well, she never told her she... parents, her siblings, or anyone else about the wedding. She never remarried, spending decades harboring this secret that had to be eating her alive. Huh. Why? She didn't seek his pension. Yeah, why marry? I guess she really loved the dude, you know? I guess. You know, people just do weird things when it comes to love. I mean, it's one thing to have daddy issues. It's, it's another, another thing to have, have. great-great-grandfather issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just really seeking the attention of a much, much, much older man in, in, in inappropriate ways. Yep. And don't quote me on that, please. I won't. Because, I mean, we know that if we dug through the skeletons in your closet. I wonder how they met. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even want to wonder how they met. Like, maybe, like, he he needed, like, in-home nursing care, and she helped disimpact him. <laughs> oh, gosh. And she was like, Well, I hey. mean, if he, was, if he was 93 years old, then uh, it is quite possible he had quite a few children and... Let's be honest, if he was marrying a 17-year-old, he probably had mistresses all over the place. Maybe it was one of his kids. Uh, maybe it was. He was. How would he know? Yeah, He was, he was senile by then. <laughs> that's like three generations removed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my contribution to the news. That was a good one. Strange. There's a lot and... more news I could read, but we said that we wouldn't get into politics here. Oh, yeah. I did enough with the with the article about what, John Kennedy Jr. or whatever. Yeah, I do want to make one statement, Manny. Because okay. right now the news is riddled with all of these people that are resigning over the Capitol riot that blame Trump for the Capitol riot. Oh, boy, here we go. No, 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 I, I've got to say this because I think it's worth saying because I think it's oh funny. Oh, boy, uh, here we go. I, We're going to get into it. <laughs> no, no, I just think it's funny that throughout the past four years they decided this is where they draw the line two weeks before... His presidency is up. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying, okay? I'm not getting into it, okay? <laughs> I just can't, I can't see it from my house. <laughs> this is where I draw the line. <laughs> In my yard. Can't see it from my house. Don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go. Are you still smoking your stick? Um, uh, my stick is better than bacon. What? Yeah, for for anyone who likes uh, bad lip reading. But, uh, yeah, I just finished it. I put it down. I got like an inch and a half left. And uh, after it went out, I do have to say, this cigar has been delicious. But after it went out and I relit it, that bitterness would not go away. I haven't gotten the supposed bitterness that y'all keep talking about. Who's y'all? <sighs> you know, them, they, you. Wait. So did you ta- did you have to take off the band closest to you? Um, well, it's no longer closest to me, but yes. All right. I'm just having to take <laughs> mine off now. Yeah. I mean, I I'm guessing that that bitter flavor is contributed by the fact that it went out and I relit it, but it was no longer tasty, which uh, is a little bit of a surprise considering how smooth and tasty the cigar was up to the point of it going out. You know what, Manny? All right. That's My cigar unfair. is naked now. My stick's that naked. Un- it's, it's unfair. I'm going to relight it. What? Seriously? You're going to give it another go? Yeah. It's unfair for me to say that. You know? Whoa. What a turn of events. Mm-hmm. Mine's still mm. really good. Hold. Let's see what happens. I'm going to have to have a little bit of this bourbon, I think. I gotta light it a little more. Oh, it's bitter, man. I tried farting, but it was silent. Sorry. I mean, I did fart. I mean, that was. I don't think you ever have to apologize for a silent fart, by the way. In fact, I don't think you ever have to mention a silent fart. Well, I'm sorry that it didn't make more noise. Is what I'm saying. All right, man. I'm trying it. Oh. Did yours fully go out when you said it was about to go out? Uh, no. All right. 
Well, it's definitely very bitter now that I've relit it. Hey, you know how we were scoffing at the person who said this like became a full-bodied cigar? Yes. It's not full-bodied, but it is a lot stronger at the moment. Yeah. Did you get that? Like when you got to where the band was? Um, I mean, that's also where it went out and I felt like it was bitter. So I can't really, I can't really get a, give a good opinion on that, Manny. All right. I'll, you know what? I'll let you know if I get hit with those bitters in a minute. You know what, Manny? Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. It's, it does not taste good at this point. Mm, mine's still good, man. This would be great with a coffee. It's bit. It's a little big for a morning cigar. That's the only thing. Well, they do make different sizes. I was going to say, at least this one is. I bet if you got this in a small, like a Robusto, that would be perfect. All right. I did say, Manny, before we started this, that uh, I was going to say something to you, but I decided I would save it for the air. Oh, boy. Um, So I'm currently, I know we've talked about uh, my boat and your boat. We each have our own boats. My boat. (laughs) Lieutenant Dan Ice Cream. Um, but, uh, but anyways, we did get kayaks, which, uh, sadly is replacing my eight foot dinghy that, uh, that I've had a lot of fond memories on this summer, (laughs) but I have decided that it'd be ridiculous to store four kayaks and a boat. Um, so we are selling the boat and, uh, I I did just want to share the story. There's a gentleman, um, who was very interested in, in buying the boat and we had a lot of discussion over next door. Um, about when we could meet and the time he would come. He had some questions about uh, dimensions to see if he could fit it in his SUV. Um, so there was a lot of time put into this. And then he said, hey, I'm on my way over. I should be there in 30 minutes. Oh. Um, 45 minutes later, he says, hello. I just told my wife that I was on my way to see you. And I have been denied. <laughs> oh. Please feel free. Down. Please feel free to sell to others interested. Thank you. And That's... I just, I, I know I mentioned to you that I, I rarely feel empathy, but I feel like I was, I felt empathy today, you know? Like you understood where he was coming from? Yeah, I just feel like that, uh, you know, it's a sad day when you have a dream that you're so close to obtaining and your wife decides to crush it. Well,. You know, so far, if we were to pick an episode that represents female empowerment the most, I think this would be the one. Yeah, it would. Um, uh, no, also... no, there was that episode about, uh... <laughs> I think it was our Añejo episode. <laughs> that I think would be very empowering to females. I don't remember. Oh, we yeah. We talked about but also, uh, cigars wait. just sold with sex appeal. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they use sex a lot. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed to hear that you're selling your boat. That was kind of a pretty boring story, but, um, I mean, (laughs) I never got to sit and have any fun on your eight-foot dinghy. Well, I mean, you know, if you had a better friend and visited me. I would have loved to ride around on your dinghy for like a whole afternoon and gotten all wet on the water. and That's a big dinghy. No wonder it wouldn't fit inside of his trunk. I'm not sure what you're trying to accomplish here. <laughs> I'm pretty bummed about it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest, Manny. It is a little sad. I pressure washed it, got it looking all pretty. And I was like, oh, I want to keep it. But, uh, but yeah, you know, just big decisions need to be made here in the Browns household, you know? Yeah, things are tense. Yeah, I understand. These are hard times. You know, Trying since- times. Ever since the overthrow, you know, and you've been hiding out in the Capitol building, you know, <laughs> things have been really difficult. Yeah, Do you have any I mean, food it was really in there? rough to. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of food, yeah. Okay, good. Yep. Any good cigars in there? <laughs> yeah, a ton of Gurkhas. That's <laughs> a lot of stinky Gurkhas. <laughs> Gurkhas everywhere. <laughs> it's just strewn about. Oddly enough, Nancy Pelosi has a ton of them in her office. The, the real big ones. <laughs> All right. So, well, would you say that the Fatalo Oral Boxer is worth the money you paid for it? I would say that, yes. My recommendation yeah. is do not let it go out. 
Yeah, mine's still good. I, I'm not getting this. Oh, wait a second. Uh oh. Uh. Uh. Hold on, let me. Oh, hey, I got it. There you go. It like turned. I'm just gonna set it down at this point. That was delicious, but if you're saying you can't get the bitterness to go away, I'm good. Yeah, it was weird. It just kind of happened. So it wasn't just because mine went out. No, mine did it like maybe halfway through where the the band was. Yeah, mine was right before the band, so. There you go. Smoke it to the band. No point in taking the band off. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would definitely buy it again. I could even see buying a box of these bad boys. Um, And uh, yeah, I feel like this would be a great cigar for the newbies. Great cigar for the uh, enthusiasts, the aficionados. All right, well, leave us alone. Pardon? Is that the end of the show? Is that how we're... <laughs> Is that how we end the show now? Yep. Yep, well. All right, leave <laughs> us alone. Later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.